coaches for Yana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. Today we're going to extend a case study that we started a little while back. One that we talked about previously was about where you have to farewell someone in your team who seems to bind the team together, hold the team together. And now we're going to look a little bit differently at that situation in terms of the person who is perhaps leaving why they're leaving, where they're going, and what it's like for them going from an environment where they were well-loved and respected and needed and wanted into a new environment where they have to establish themselves and the self-doubt that comes with that and the path that you can take to help you through that change over a period of time. So I'll let Fuliana set the scene and then we'll share with you our thoughts on what to do. Thank you. The so formal. <laughs> it's the first one for the new year that we're recording, so she's on her best behaviour. It'll deteriorate. I've only had five minutes. The person I was working with, without mentioning names or organisations or anything like that, agreed to use this as a case study. The person, as Kim kind of mentioned, is specialist in a field, it's in the technology space works really well in the organisation, he's the go-to person, he's the one that everybody likes working with, inspired by, and really makes a difference to the organisation and his and the team he works in. One of the things that he wanted to do, one of his ambitions, is to continue to grow in that field, but to work for a much bigger company, a world-known company, and to grow his own skills and expertise, because where he is, he loves it, but he is the top of the tree in that sense. So he wanted to be challenged more and more and, and to grow. An opportunity came knocking, he wasn't even looking, and um, he wasn't sure he's ready. We talked it through and agreed that, come on, it's an opportunity, you're the one that, that is your dream, it's here now, why second guess it? Go for it. Good news is, went for it, and guess what? He got it. It's quite a big deal of a job. It's absolutely his dream, and it's probably a few years earlier than he expected because he's thinking to get to that company and that level is, is far off. Anyway, as sad as he was to leave and he loved where he is, that was recognised there and we talked about leaving, etc. But in this sense, they're also very happy for him because it was a big deal for him and the promotion and the organisation and the country he'll be working in. So different country, different everything. So off he goes and uh, we kept in touch. Two weeks in, the first contact, how's it going? Love the place, love the culture, love the people love his bosses, love the environment, love the country, all of that, but a bit not sure why I came here. What does that exactly mean? You've just given me a whole list of tick the box, a whole list of I love this, I love that, I love this, I love that. Maybe I'll go here too soon. Maybe I really am not as ready as I thought I was. I'm working with these, he called them geniuses. I really feel like before I was giving a lot more and now I'm not giving very much at all. And I said, well, oh, sorry, tell me again, when did you start there? It was only two weeks ago. That was the first thing. 
The second thing, I said, oh, do you remember who interviewed you for the job? And he said, yes. And I said, do you remember what you told me about them? Um, and the summary of that is, these guys are the gurus. I've loved this guy. I've been following him and this other one on the panel and all of that. The interview was fantastic. These guys are like his heroes. And I said, um, has something happened here now that you met them and you found they nothing like that at all? He says, oh no, absolutely not. They are really fantastic, blah, blah, blah. And I says, well, do you think they were too stupid when they selected you? <laughs> Did they not think about picking the right person for the job? He didn't like it because I could see the look on his face and he basically had to stop and think. Um, he was selected on merit. There was no other way for it. And he needed to be reminded about the fact that other people saw the, what he brings to the table as well as what he could gain from it. It's interesting that not just in the work environment, but I think across the board, that we as a species have a tendency to focus on the gap rather yeah. than what we have done. So we focus on what's missing or what we see, what we think is missing, rather than all of the, the three quarters of the glass. We look at the, the, the quarter of the glass that's empty. You see, I didn't say half and half. I'm much more positive than that. But what's also interesting to me is that I had just finished preparing a guest post for uh, another website owner about knowing who you are. And it comes back to one of our little favourite people, Simon Sinek, who talks about, do you know your why? Do you know what it is that drives you? So you have to find out your why. Why are you doing these things? Why are you existing? Why are you working towards anything? And when you understand your why, it then gives you a basis for all of the other things that you do. And if you keep reminding yourself about your why, then the things that are worrying you that you tend to focus on in this gap rather than the filler become less important because you can bring yourself back to here are all the things that make me who I am this is congruent with what I want to do with my why and working out your why and this is was the gist of the post that I, I did for these people was about identifying who you are is not the job you do so until you understand your why, what it is that you get out of doing what you do, and we talk about passion a lot in this in this podcast. Whoops, nearly slipped into yeah. the other role. We're not in the organisation now. We're yeah. in the podcast, podcast, podcast. Yeah. But in the moment, reminding myself that if we understand our why and we understand what it is that drives us then we can remember and remind ourselves that we do have something to contribute, that we were chosen for a reason and that people are looking to us to contribute for all of the things that they selected us for in the first place. Yes, and just on that point as well, is looking at how different really is it from where this person was to where they are now. And... I said to flip it a bit, to say, are you feeling lesser than the others? 
and have you got any reason to feel that way other than the feeling? And he said, oh no, they're very supportive, they're very encouraging, there's no nothing negative. And I says, good. And I said, when you were in the other organisation, the other team members that looked to you and all of that, did you think they were stupid because they knew less or thought differently to you? He said, absolutely not. And I said, yeah, I know that because they liked you and they learned from you. So why can't you be in a position where you learn from something from the others mm -hmm. and you teach them something? Mm -hmm. So it's not like before. It was a little bit one way because of the circumstances and the team mix, and it went very, very well. But in this case, yeah, nobody knows everything about everything. Mm -hmm. And in this case, you've got the opportunity, but you also got the opportunity to exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but also there's a, a combination of factors about settling into yes. somewhere new because yes. it's not just a change of job but it's a change of location it's a change yeah. of Country. support network network so yeah. it's all of those things it's working yeah. out where you go to do your weekly shopping it's yeah. where you go to go to the gym and as well as all of the things yeah. that are about work so there's this massive fundamental change to everything yeah. There is no structure that has been in place previously that you can fall back on and have your out time, basically, of saying, well, I don't have to concentrate on this, I don't have to make a decision about this because I know how to do this, so I know how to get the bus every morning, I know yeah. how to get to the gym, whatever it is. And, it, and there's a, a mix of excitement as well. I've got somewhere else to explore, I've got some, all these things to yeah. find out, and it's... It's overwhelm of excitement. Yes. It's like, a bit like having a birthday party every day because yes. there's all these things that you can learn and all these people to meet. Mm. And I think, too, that we set ourselves up and we set these targets that we want to reach and we set this plan of, of career for ourselves and we start to step those milestones. And we have to recognise and look behind and say, well, we've travelled that path. We've travelled that distance, we're moving along. Now, Fiona and I have worked together for over 30 years, and it happens every time we do these recordings, that we'll talk about the time when we first worked together. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like 30 years. And it's only no. that we think about our children and our grandchildren, that yeah. we know that it must have been <laughs> that period of time. But it's not a conscious decision in terms of, of us thinking about what we talk about. Yeah. And... The same thing often occurs to me if we get some feedback from someone about a podcast and they'll say, oh, you, you, know, you just know so much. And we think, we'll both say it. Because, well, yeah. Do, yeah, well, I suppose we do. Yeah. But it, it's not a... It's not conscious. We, it's not conscious. It's not something yeah. that we recognise. Mm. And that's our failing. Mm. Because if we did do that, if we did stop and take the time, and I guess sometimes the feedback makes mm. us do that, yeah. that we recognise that... We do have skills, mm -hmm. that we do have skills that are valuable to a broad range of people, that some of whom we've never met. We yeah. don't know that yeah. they listen to this podcast. Now, we, in months to come, we're going to have a range of people from across the world that we've never met, yeah. that we don't know, except on a bit of paper, who have all expressed an interest in joining with us mm -hmm. to talk to our listeners about their topics of expertise. And that doesn't come because they don't like what they're hearing or they don't see there's value in what they're hearing. And we might never have known them any other way than yep. through this podcast. That's true. So you can't fall back on 
when you're doing that reflection about what you've done, you can't fall back on and say, well, I've done this before, so I know this, so I'll be good yeah. at this part of the job. It's all about you set this target, you set this goal, you've achieved this goal, you've celebrated the fact, and now you've got to live with it. Yeah. So unless you know that your why mm-hmm. is part of that goal, yeah. you're, you're going to feel displaced, you're going to feel incongruent in that you don't feel like you fit. Yeah. So, so that part of it to me is really important that you know your why mm-hmm. and you can relate all of the things that you're doing back to the why. So, for example, my why is that I get pleasure and satisfaction from helping others be the best that they can be. And that's across the board. So that means for my children, for my grandchildren, for my partner, for the people I work with, for the people who come to me for help or expertise. And and it, it's not specific about making them better in, in and of themselves or making them better public speakers or making them better managers or making them better floral artists. It's just about them being the best that they can be and that's what I get satisfaction from. So it really doesn't matter to me the venue that I use, whether it's podcasts, whether it's demonstrations, whether it's coaching, whatever it is, that if that medium works for people to help them achieve, then that's good. But in that sense... I've had to learn as well. I've had to learn how to do a podcast. I've had to learn how to present coaching for public speaking in a different way to the way I used to when I first started out. So all of those things were part of what I wanted to achieve, but it wasn't that I got to those places and found that I could do it all. So there's still got to be an element of learning in anything that you do. And it never ends. And I think that's the thing that we've got to remind ourselves. So that was the conversation after two weeks in their job. And one can think, oh, that's too soon, you know. But it is absolutely normal because that's when you start thinking, what am I doing here? We continued. The person has been in a job now 15 months. The progress that he made over that time has been enormous. I won't walk you through all the conversations over that time. But it was just before review time, we had a conversation which I just want to mention. So forget what you're going to hear there, what you're expecting. He said, and we recorded the first two weeks, the, the salient points that I mentioned. It seems like another lifetime, mm-hmm. completely like another lifetime, completely different space. The review was excellent. The person has brought so much richness to what he saw as the genius gurus that he couldn't compete with. He is not back to how he was in the other organisation because he's in a different demographic, he's in a different environment. But he does actually feel like a contributing, fully contributing member of the group, so much so he has already had a promotion as well, expanded his responsibilities. So it's very, very important to remember you can have those moments where you're going through the change, you're overwhelmed with it, as we mentioned, all these things that impact that you don't know about, like you mentioned with the travel different country and, and all of that, not just the job. And then to remind yourself, why were you selected? Mm-hmm. Remind yourself, what were you, what are you good at? And how you made a difference and why would it be any different here? It's just slightly different execution, different team dynamic, different country, whatever, but 
trust yourself, believe in yourself, and keep counting what you've done so far right. So I hope that helps you in looking at the adjustment to change within a, a new team and a new environment and the issues around knowing who you are and what your why is. And so I refer you again to Simon Sinek, but from us, that is all for this session. I'm Kim Bailey, she's Pauline Osborne, and this is Inside Exec. Music